Welcome to the Mind for Success podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Leving, and I love seeing business professionals, leaders, and entrepreneurs have massive success in their businesses. Are you ready to reach a higher level in your business? Are you looking to rise to the top and break through the barriers that are holding you back? If this is you, join us on the Mind for Success podcast as I interview other business professionals, leaders, and entrepreneurs who share their success stories with you. We're going to talk about tapping into your highest potential to easily achieve your highest goals. Before we begin, remember to subscribe and hit the notification button right now so you will be notified of every new episode. Take a deep breath and listen up. You're about to embark on a successful journey to help you break through to those higher levels of success. Now, welcome to the show. Hello there. Welcome to Mind for Success podcast. And I am so excited. Today, I have Dave Peterson with me as my uh, special guest today. And he is with Multiple Choice Insurance. Um, I've known Dave for a little while. We've met out in networking circles. And I know he's a great guy. And I thought he would be a great fit for this uh, for this podcast, he's he's got a lot of great insight to share. He's a very, very helpful person, um, answers all of your questions. And uh, I'll, I'll let you tell them a little bit more about you, if you would, Dave. Welcome, by the way. Yeah, thanks for having me, Kim. I'm, I'm ultra excited to, to be on board with you, and thanks for the kind introduction. I like to think all those things are true, so... <laughs> Um, but but yeah, just to start out, I am the, the owner of Multiple Choice Insurance. I have been in the insurance industry for 17 years now, uh, so my entire professional career. And I started out as a claims adjuster. So I have seen anything that could ever go wrong with the house. You name it, I have seen it. And I, I think what, what got me to the position that I'm in now is I would go out to people's homes and I would sometimes have to tell people no, which was a tough thing to do to be the bearer of bad news. And in a lot of these situations, you know, had the agent had the, the right conversations up front, asked the right questions, we wouldn't be in that scenario. And that's life-changing for people. When you have a, a claim that's you know, 20 or, or 30 or $40,000 in damage that's not covered, that's life-changing for people. So I thought to myself, uh, you know, who better to, to do that than me? I know how policy language reads. I know how to set up coverage. And I decided at that point, I'm going to be an agent. So I took a leap of faith and I left my claims job and went to go work for uh, an established agent here in St. Louis. And I had a ton of success and I did that for about five years, got all the tools in the toolbox that I needed. And then once again, I, I took that, that leap of faith and believed in myself and opened up my own agency and I'm quickly approaching uh, my first year. So very excited. 
That's awesome. Thanks for sharing all that. And I, I'm an admirer of anybody that leaps out on their own um, to create their own business. And I, I know with insurance, it's, it's not easy um, for one. It, it, it's a, I don't want to say it's a tougher industry, but it can be perceived. There's a lot of people in it. Um, and I love your background. Um, as an insurance adjuster, I work sometimes with teams and uh, in the construction industry, sales teams, and they talk about, not so fondly, about the insurance adjusters. <laughs> they have. But I know that you coming from that background, that's got to give you great insight. So I'm excited to hear. As we go into this, I'd love to hear a little bit more about your journey, you know, and your past journey, kind of your struggles that you've had mindset wise. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So we can, we can jump into, I guess, the first transition that I, that I did Would within insurance, which was going from a claims job where I felt so comfortable. I felt like I knew everything <laughs> and I was a leader on my team. You know, people looked up to me and I was just in that comfort zone and, and, and the job came easy on, on most days. But when I decided to make the jump, I was, I was lost for a period of time hmm. because I went from knowing, I felt like everything to knowing literally nothing and being back at the very bottom of the totem pole, if you will. And I, I struggled with that because I would second guess myself and say, well, did I make the right decision? You know, I, I jumped into this whole new world. I have no sales experience. Is this what I should be doing right now? And I would constantly ask myself that. I would have to ask for a lot of support from my wife and just say, hey, you know, is, I just, I need to know, did I, did, I, did I make the right decision for me, for us? And she was just tremendous. And she said, Dave, you're gonna kill it. You're gonna do great. Just keep doing what you're doing, you know, forge forward. And, and, and I did, and it, it, it wasn't always easy. There was a lot of frustrations. Um, There's a big learning curve to it, but eventually it, it came around to, to where I started to have more good days than bad days. And then before I knew it, you know, years later, I was in the same position as I was before, feeling like I was confident. I had the, the, the knowledge to, to take care of people the correct way. And you know, but I just, I never lose sight of where I was those beginning days and, and weeks and months where I, I felt lost and second guessed myself. So that was a very hard transition. Although it's in the same industry, it's completely opposite to go from claims to agency. And right. I did it. <laughs> so, so talking about just back I want to backtrack a little bit with mm -hmm. something you said, the comfort zone part, stepping out of your comfort zone. Um, what, and maybe you can't, because we didn't talk about this prior, but what, do you know what, could you pinpoint, what was it that, that made you decide to step out of that comfort zone and really take a leap? Like what propelled you to do that or kept you motivated? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I was really looking at my long-term goals and you know where I wanted to be, and I always saw myself as an agency owner. Uh, I thought my skill set was more developed for the agency side, and that's really what 
what drove me to that is looking at, okay, well, you know, the, the old cliche question, where do you want to be in 10 years, right? Well, I saw myself as an agency owner. I didn't see myself, you know, being a property adjuster. I didn't see myself being in management and claims. And, and that's not the direction that I wanted to go. So I always knew in the back of my head, I wanted to be an agency owner. And there's really no easy way to go about doing that. You just have to forge forward and it's interesting because I'm a very, you know, organized and, and analytical and, and methodical person. And so I was doing all this research and I just, I felt like I needed to have all these answers. And then I got to a point where I said, you know what, you're never going to have all the answers. You just, you just have to go for it. And that's, that's what I did. Yeah, that's so true. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, Cause a lot of times we do and like, Sometimes the people that I see, they stay stuck because they keep wanting more information or when I get this certification or I get this training or what, then it'll be time and it's really never a perfect time. So I admire you. Yes, yeah, I admire you. There's never a perfect time. Never. Yes. Just yeah. You got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm also curious in your journey, if I can dive in, I'm thinking of questions as we get, go along, Yeah. but, but as we dive in, whenever you leaped from being an adjuster to working for an insurance company, and then you made another leap to be in your own agency owner, how was that? Because with each level, like there's always things like you're jumping out of your comfort zone. So could you talk a little bit about that and how that was for you? Yeah. So kind of going back to, to those goals I had previously, and, and, and obviously the end goal was, was to always be an agency owner. So I started to explore, you know, the different routes that you could go to do that. And then one of them was sticking with a particular company that I worked for. And I just, I researched that, that agency model and there were some great things about it, but I just, I really wanted to again, research and be analytical about things. And I just, I did my due diligence and I just found a, a different path, um, agency ownership. And again, this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier is you're never going to have all of the answers. And so I would catch myself telling people, you know, one day I'm going to be an agency owner. One day I'm going to do this. One day I'm going to do that. And, and honestly, Kim, I, I, just, I just flipped the words from one day to day one because mm. I just decided you know what, this is the day that I, that I make the change, that I start doing the things I need to do to get me to that path. And, and by then, I, I kind of knew the direction I wanted to go and, and open up my own independent agency, be a broker, and go that route. So I just started to take the steps necessary to, to make that happen. So it was, it was one of those uh, one day to, to day one type uh, flips. I and love that's it. really what, what got me started. Yeah, I love it. So, um, and I think for a lot of people, the motivation is the thing. So motivating to get away from something or towards something else, um, both work and you had a combination. It sounds like you wanted to get away from what you were doing, but you also had the big aspirations to move forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely both because I wanted to build my own legacy. And when when you're working for somebody, um, you're, you're helping build somebody else's. And I, it was time for me to, uh, to do it on my own. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So what was your biggest struggle 
in the transitions? What was your biggest struggle that you had to deal with? I think it always comes back to me wanting to, to have all the right answers mm. and being hesitant and, and just not being fully confident in what you're about to do. And, you know, I, I, I would just kind of remind myself, hey, you've already done this. You did this five years previously when you moved into a completely different role. And it's interesting because when I was at my, my old agency, we used to have these uh, pre-employment screenings and it was like a personality test. Mm-hmm. And we, so we did it on, on ourselves and it's incredibly accurate. And it's cool in one way because it shows you like, hey, here's some things that you're really good at. But when you're, when you're reading it, you're also going through and looking at some of your shortcomings and you're like, wow, how does this system, you know, what my shortcomings are. And part of that too was, was being able to just take that leap and take the initiative and have the ability to just do it. And that was something, and I, and I think I still struggle with that, you know, as, as a business owner, but it just came back down to Dave, you've done this before. You, you have the ability, you have the confidence, it's time to do it now. And well, I don't know any other way to really put it. It just, it kind of clicks. And then when it clicks, you, yeah. just, you just have to take the time to start taking the steps necessary to, to get you going. Yeah. Well, I love that you applied what you had done before to what you're doing now, because that's a huge, that's a huge piece um, with mindset. And, and sometimes people get stuck in what happened before that was negative and bringing it into the now, and then they're making their decisions based on that. But it sounds like you, you did the opposite. You, you focused on what was working. Yeah, well, and, and like mindset is huge because I don't, myself and everyone included, I don't think we realize how much we talk to ourselves hmm. every single day, every yeah. hour every minute. I mean, we constantly have these thoughts in the back of our head and we can fill this with, with self doubt and, and uncertainty, or we can start filling those thoughts with being positive and being confident and, and just knowing that you're capable and, and, you know, you have to be obviously realistic and you have to have a combination of both of those. But when you start taking that negative and you flip it more in the positive and, and the confidence building thoughts, it just, it helps propel you. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's a training really, depending on how you grew up and, you know, there's so many factors that affect that. Um, and, uh, you know, if you, if you were used to it, or if you had training early on, on how to think differently, that's huge. I know for me, I didn't understand the impact until I was much older, <laughs> much, yeah. much older. And it was, it was so huge because, uh, yeah, the way we talk to ourselves. And like you said, we have over 50,000, some estimate 60,000 thoughts a day going through our head. And wow. a lot of them are negative. <laughs> a lot yeah. of them are. So, yeah. you know, it's something that it, it is a battle literally. And it's, it's 90% of our success is mindset. So my, um, my glass is always half or half is it? Yeah. Half full. Yeah. 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 Versus yeah. half empty. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's both. It's both. So yeah. how it, so this kind of leads into my next question, which is kind of obvious, but I'm curious about 
what you think as far as how important is mindset um, to the success or has it been to the success of your business? Oh yeah, it's, it's instrumental because those are our, our daily and hourly reminders of why we did this in the first place. And, and I forget there was, there was a, you know, a quote that I've, I've heard years ago and it's basically saying everything that you've been working up to is, has led you to get to this point now. And I don't want to butcher it. I won't even say it, but, but yeah, it's like all the work that you put in all the time and the frustrations and, and the learning curves and the things that you've done to get to this point. You know, if you were to go back three years ago, you would just absolutely die to be in this position that you're in now. So you could feel like you're struggling or gosh, like I wish things were going differently. But the you from three years ago was wishing that you were in the spot that you're in right now. So even when things get a little frustrating or I have a bad day or, or maybe I just didn't hit my goal for the week or whatever it is, I, I, I just I remind myself and I put that mindset back into my head that says, hey, you know, one year ago or two years ago or three years ago, Dave of then would love to be the Dave that's in your position right mm. now. And I, I just, I constantly remind myself of that. So it, it does, it just helps me through, through the tough days because as, yeah. you know, as a business owner, you, you have those, you have those struggles. It's, it's, it's not this um, elegant dream and, and right off in the sunset. I mean, there's not all there's, like this, like straight up. Right. No, it's definitely not. So you just have to constantly remind yourself of that. And that's all part of your mindset. And, and I'll also say along with that, I have surrounded myself with people who have similar mindsets. And that has been key for me. People with same goals, same mindsets, because you can bounce ideas off of them. And it's just this, this reciprocal relationship between you and somebody who shares those same ideals. And you just push each other. And that's that's been huge as well. Yeah, yeah, that is huge. And that's something that we sometimes, I think we forget and, and it's something to remember also as you're up-leveling your business because you become like the five people you're around the most. So if you, you know, if you want to build a, a team or a, you know, grow your business even bigger then hang out with those people that are already doing it, it's like, you know, you rub elbows with them and they, you'll become like them just because you're around them and like minds start thinking alike. Absolutely. And, yeah. There's a lot of psychology. It's just really behind all that and why we do that. But we do, we really do start thinking like the people we are around the most. And we tell our kids to watch, you know, what friends that they hang around with, but sometimes we don't do that for ourselves. But it yeah, is, yeah. You're, you're absolutely true. Like we're so in tune with who our kids are hanging out with. And sometimes I think we need to ask ourselves as adults, you know, like, Hey, who are we hanging around with? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it took me a while to figure that out as an adult, right? Yeah. To kind of kind of weed out the people that are bored and doing the people that are. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, for me as well, because I mean, honestly, I came from, I don't want to say I came from nothing, but kind of, you know, I'm farm girl um, background and upbringing. And I, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know that I didn't know who the successful people were. But when you start to change your mindset and you start to change, the way you behave subconsciously and you're focused on the good things that are happening, um, those things start showing up and uh, there's science behind that too with the how it triggers your mind to focus 
And it sounds oh, yeah, like I, you've I, done that. You've totally done that. Well, I don't know all the science behind it. I just, I, I'd like to think I'm good at it, but there's always room for improvement. So. <laughs> yeah. And that's huge too. We're always learning. Mm-hmm. Always, always learning. So with your business that you have now, so you've overcome like a couple of levels to get where you are now. I'm curious, like, what do you see? Cause there's gotta be bigger visions. Is there bigger visions? Oh yeah. Yeah. Always, always bigger <laughs> visions. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, right now it's, it's me, myself and I you uh-huh. know, within the agency. And I want to, I want to grow my brand and, and my agency. And so the, the next step for me is to, to bring on somebody else that shares that same vision so I can help grow my agency. So that is the, the big next step is, is hiring. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you know what I love about, you know, your whole journey is something that you've done, whether you're aware of it or not is, is and you said it, you said, I saw myself, I saw myself as an agency owner. I saw my, and now I see myself with a team. And those are things um, that really help you the visualization piece you know, athletes do it. Like, I mean, there's so many pieces. They've got studies where athletes would practice putting a basketball in and another, the other part, the other players just visualized it and their results were the same. So the visualizing and that your brain really doesn't know the difference, the visualizing versus the doing. So that's a huge piece that you're doing as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm excited when it, when it gets to that point. And then it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's starting all over with a lot of those same, same, uh, struggles as a business owner. Okay. Well, how do I manage this person correctly? And am I doing it correctly? And, you know, I'll have those same questions that I ask myself and then those same doubts that, that come up again, but again, mindset, you know, I, I just, I got to stay positive and, and, uh, you know, know that what I'm doing is, is for the best. And so you made me think of something that a lot of people I feel like come sometimes struggle with when you're going to another level in your business, there's always doubts, even though you had the success, like there's always some doubts with the next level. And I think, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but earlier you said you, you applied what you learned from the past. Like I did it before. Is that, is there anything, any other tips on breaking through to those bigger levels or bigger level of things? Um, well, I just, I think that it's normal to have those, to have those feelings and that should, should be a part of it because if, if you're not scared, there's not the fear of failure, then it, maybe it means you don't care enough about your vision. Uh, I, I, I don't know, but that's part of, you know, what, what drives me is, is that fear of failure. And, uh, you know, part of that is then having those, those doubts and that uncertainty because uncertainty makes people anxious in anything in life, whether it's your business or your personal life, um, people don't like uncertainty. And so I think as you're, you're leveling up, right, there's, there's this huge amount of uncertainty and you've never been in this position before. And just to kind of normalize some of those feelings that you're having and say, it's, it's okay to have that because you haven't been in this position before. But like you said, from my past experiences that you just, you have to draw on those and going back to mindset again is, is just staying positive and realizing that you will end out coming out on top. You always do. You always will. Mm-hmm. And just to, to, to retain all of your confidence and, and you'll get there because 
so it's kind of interesting. So I, I, um, I was riding my, my Peloton bike a few weeks ago and it's really weird why I remember this. Actually, no, it was, it was more than a few weeks ago. It was a while ago, but we're getting to the end of our ride. And the instructor says, it's hard to beat somebody who never gives up. And it's just, it's resonated with me. And I, and I keep remembering this quote over and over and over. And it's, and it's so true because nobody can beat you if you don't give up. And that, it just sits in the back of my head. And I remind myself of that almost daily as mm-hmm. I work in my personal life, whatever it is, it's just, it, it's true because it, especially my line of work, I could go after a client for years and years and years and years where most people would just give up and I'll keep going. And eventually, right, I'll, I'll be able to take care of that person and help them out. And that's just, you know, part of the uh, not giving up, you know, part of the quote that, that always stuck with me. So I just, I wanted to share that because it's, it's kind of one of those funny things that you hear from a source that you wouldn't expect it to come from. Yeah. And yeah. It keeps a special place in your head and, and you always remember it. Yeah. Interesting um, because of what I do and how people or how things in one area can be applied to something else. Because I see that with business and relationships. It sounds like your wife is very, very supportive, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it is huge. And she's a business owner as well. So it's, you know, when I went out on my own, it was nice to be able to bounce some ideas off of her and, you know, just get her 100% honest feedback, which, which is tremendous. And yes, support is an understatement. She's just been instrumental in, in helping me grow as a, as a business owner and understanding the sacrifices it takes. So that, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a huge part of it is, is having that support at home um, because your home life extends into your business life and, and vice versa. So if you got everything at home taken care of, it's just, it's, it's going to help your business as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's so huge. And that's something I think, um, I don't think a lot of business owners, I think they understand it once you say it, but coming initially people think, oh, I can keep business separate and personal life separate because you have a separate building you go to and separate phone line and separate all bank account, like all those things. But yet a lot of personal life and business, they're totally connected. So you are very blessed, I would say, with if you have that good support system, because not everybody does coming into it, or maybe they do, or maybe their past stuff is filtering into what their current decisions are. Um, There's so many factors, but personal and business are totally connected 100% Mm -hmm. as far as what, how people behave and what decisions and behaviors end up they end up making 100% agree yeah 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 so um what kind of tips or tips would you like to share or do you have any I didn't ask you that ahead of time oh Kim I feel like (laughs) I've been sharing so many already right (laughs) um yeah, if there was just, one thing, if there was one thing that you would share to, let's say, a business owner that's struggling, that would really, really help them, what would it be? So, yeah, if somebody was struggling, I would say find find a mentor, find somebody who can help hold you accountable, um, whether it's a mentor, a coach, you know, somebody who's who's in the same or similar industry. Because for most of us in, in what we do, and especially in my industry and in, in insurance, 
I'm not the first person to have done it before. There's been many people before me and will be after me that have been highly successful at, at, at what I do. And um, whether you're struggling or not, I think it's really important to go find somebody that can be a mentor to you, that can hold you accountable for your goals. But also when you're struggling, uh, to be able to talk to somebody who says, hey, I've, I've been in your shoes, I've experienced that. And to kind of be able to talk you off the ledge and say, you'll be, you know, you'll be just fine. That's my number one advice for somebody who's struggling. And I, and I think if you were to ask me just any business owner, and maybe they're not struggling, but I think the key in any profession is just to always keep learning because you're either moving forward or you're moving backwards. There really is no in between because if you get too comfortable and you're not learning, you're not keeping up with the trends in your industry, somebody else is. And believe it or not, those customers that you have now will end up moving over to that person who is putting in the time, who's putting in the work. Um, so it's it, it just it's constantly learning. It's never getting comfortable and always being on top of your game. And if you're doing that, I think you'll have great success. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's so true. Um, always learning is huge and it, it, keeps your, it keeps your mind focused. It keeps your mind moving forward. Um, it's a huge piece. So, okay, so tell everybody how, what's the best way to connect with you? What, what sites or social media, what do you wanna share? Yeah, well, so I'm often referred to as, as Mr. Call Dave and Save. So the, the easiest way is, yeah, pick up your phone, dial 636-400-3355, uh, or you can text me. That's usually the easiest way to kind of start that conversation uh, when it comes to your insurance, because people, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And it's always nice to be able to talk to somebody who's in the industry for all the right reasons and who, who wants to help you out. You can also go to my website, uh, calldaveandsaveinsurance.com. You can learn a little bit more about what I do and the products that I offer. And then I also direct a lot of people to my business Facebook page. So I'll post videos and tips and, you know, some funny memes. So yeah, I'm easily accessible, always available and always eager to help out. Yeah, he is. I will, I will vouch for that. He's very easy to get get in touch with. And that's what I told him before we hopped on here and hit record. I'm like, I remember call Dave and save. I actually had to look, I'm like the name of his business because call Dave and save is really uh, stuck in my head. <laughs> like I always will remember that. Um, and we'll have his website, your phone number and everything in the show notes in the description of this. So people can connect with you. Any last words? Well, I, I just, I want to say thanks for having me on. It's greatly appreciated and hopefully, you know, somebody listens to this and it, it just serves as a reminder for them to, to keep that positive mindset. And I always learn a lot from you and, you know, looking at your posts and then the things that, that you describe. So thank you so much for your words of wisdom as well. Thank you very much. Thank you for being a wonderful host today. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll have this, have this up in the next couple of weeks. Nice. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Thank you for being a part of the Mind for Success podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to go check out a free training that I have at 4hourresults.live. It's a training that I have on how you can increase your sales, move yourself or your team into massive action, 
and break through the plateau of your growth. And again, that free training can be found at 4hourresults.live. I hope you found massive value in listening today. Please always leave your comments, feedback, or questions. We check them all, and I want you to go achieve massive success and make sure you join us again next week. Have an amazing day.